Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, if you are a person that loves the outdoors or you like hiking and backpacking, you're going to love this conversation because this is such a cool company we're highlighting today. Kelly Belknap is on, and he is the co-founder, CEO of Adventurous Backpack Company out of Denver. Kelly, it's so great having you here on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Justin. It's awesome. I'm excited to talk to you. So, all right. (laughs) How did you guys... It's you and your wife, right, Matilda? So, how did you guys decide to start a company? And then how did you decide to do it in, in, in around backpacks? Yeah. So uh, my wife, uh, Matilda, is from Sweden. So uh, from the beginning of our relationship, we actually you know, had a bunch of traveling uh, going on back and forth from here in Denver, Colorado to uh, Sweden. And so with all that traveling, we needed a good backpack. Uh, so right? basically, when we, when we were uh, looking for backpacks for our own travels, uh, Matilda and I couldn't seem to find something that was fashionable and high quality right. that was also affordable. Most of the ones that we could find that we liked were ranging from like 150 to $200 and That's upwards. Right. Sure. And so we decided to design our own um, using the Scandinavian style from uh, Matilda's home country of Sweden, uh, while also using high quality all weather materials. Uh, yeah. And that's basically where the idea started. No, it's just so cool. I just think it's so interesting. I love the designs, by the way, and the different colors. And I, I it's, it's great. You're right. The, to find the kind of backpack, like the kinds you guys are making, you're right. It gets up over a hundred dollars or more depending on the brand. And I just think it's, it's interesting that you guys have done this. So you decide, you know, let's just create our own company around backpacks. So <laughs> then what, how did you just, how did you get started? So, um, before we, decided that we would actually do that and make it a company. Uh, we had this around the world trip, uh, planned in 2017, like the spring and summer of 2017. And on this trip, uh, we wanted to do our part to give a little back, uh, traveling gives you so much, uh, different cultures and everything like that. And we felt like we wanted to just spread a little bit of kindness. So what we would do is we would, um, on this uh, trip around the world, uh, pack food into our backpack. So basically each morning we would go to a grocery store. We would buy food, pack it into individual meals, stuff these meals into our backpacks and hand them out to anyone in need throughout the day. Wow. And so, um, that's so cool through this. So cool. We were thinking, uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and we we're thinking, we could combine this since we're literally already handing meals out of our backpacks right now. Why don't we actually start this backpack company that we were talking about and, uh, we can combine giving meals through that and make it kind of a continuous process of, of providing meals. So that's where the whole thing came together. That's so cool. Yeah. I was, you know, in my doing my research on you guys. So you design minimalist backpacks for travel and every backpack sold, you provide 25 meals to families across the U S that's amazing. And you've provided over 75,000 meals so far across the U S that's, that's uh, incredible. 
tanks. We're we're hoping to make it to a hundred thousand by the end of our second year. So we'll, we'll see. We're thinking we can do it. <laughs> that is so so cool. Um. So okay, let's talk about manufacturing. So great that you have an idea. You know, one of the things I love to ask uh, entrepreneurs is like, how did you go from idea to product? So talk about that process. So um, basically, we were not entrepreneurs at all before this. So we had no idea what we were doing. Um, so we just kind of had to Google stuff. So that led us initially to Alibaba.com. Uh, so for anyone that's unfamiliar with Alibaba, it basically just connects companies with manufacturers. Uh, and so what we did is we emailed a bunch of manufacturers on there just to kind of give them our initial design and idea for everything. And we waited to hear back. And we, we got, you know, maybe 10 or 12 responses, uh, only about four or five of those we could, you know, understand what they were saying because a lot of the factories are overseas. And so that means, you know, maybe they don't speak the greatest English. So it's a little bit, the, the tr translation is a little bit messy. Um, but, uh, we did find four or five that we could send our designs to. We got samples and everything like that. And out of those samples, uh, about half of them were really, uh, not even close to what our design <laughs> sure. had. So yep. it was, uh, interesting to see what we got. And, uh, out of those, we had, you know, two or three, uh, contenders for, mm, uh, I like that word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, two or three backpacks that were possible, uh, that could be, something that worked out. So basically we went from there to making small changes and getting more samples. And then finally, once we had a manufacturer that we liked with a backpack that we liked, we put in our first order. That's so cool. That's so cool. Now, who were your initial customers who was buying, who was interested? Like what was your, your target consumer at that time? So, um, at the beginning we had, uh, basically no money for marketing or advertising. So we set up social media accounts for the company before we even launched about two or three months beforehand. And so just on, for example, Instagram, we were really trying to target outdoorsy people, people that love to travel, um, mainly, I guess, millennials, uh, like <laughs> ourselves. Right. So yeah, like 18 to, uh, 34 around that age. Um, and yeah, we were just trying to post content daily that would inspire the love of the outdoors and travel while showing photos of the samples of our backpacks because we didn't have the actual backpacks at that point. And so our first customers, we, we lucked out. Uh, and when we launched the first day of September 2017, we got actually a few orders, not many, but a few from people that we didn't know, meaning not our family and friends. Right, right. Uh, Which is a cool feeling, by the way. Oh my gosh, somebody else wants it. It's great. <laughs> exactly. It felt kind of weird, like, wait, why why do you want this? But uh <laughs> of course we we knew it was a good product and you know everything like that, but it still feels like, wait, <laughs> you shouldn't be buying this. This isn't real. Right. That's crazy. That's that's pretty exciting. But so now, I mean you've gotten to a place I, I understand you just signed agreements with Urban Outfitters e-bags and whatnot. I mean, that's, that's incredible. So what's been the process of getting product in front of those types of retailers? So, um, really it, 
it started with a, a book I read um, by Ryan Holiday, and this book basically just describes how companies can get uh, press for what they're doing uh, through the stories that they tell. Uh, oh, because very good. Something I didn't know before reading this book was uh, that, you know, people at all these different news uh, stations, blogs, and everything like that actually don't have, like, a month or, you know, six months worth of ideas that they're already going to write about. They're waiting for brands to come give them a good story idea so that they can write about it. They have to write, you know, multiple uh, posts every day. So, um, basically... We went down that route and we were lucky enough to, um, after sending our story around to different writers, get our uh, company featured on, for example, like Forbes Travel Channel, uh, some other big ones like that, which we were super excited about. And after that, you can always plug that into whenever you email buyers for, you know, say we emailed the buyers for Urban Outfitters. And of course, we're going to mention uh, the press that we've been getting and kind of just like trading up. Once you get a small, uh, local newspaper, you can get into a local store. And then once you got into that local store, you can write back to another local newspaper and work your way up until you're getting into more nationally recognized press. And then you can start emailing, uh, nationally, uh, recognized, uh, retailers and whatnot. So. Absolutely. Is that um, Growth Hacker Marketing? Is that the book you were talking about from Ryan? No, actually, but I did read that one too, and that's great. Uh, the, the one I was talking about is uh, called Trust Me, I'm Trust Lying. Trust Me, I'm Lying, actually. exactly. Yep. I hesitate to throw out the name because it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gives the wrong idea. It's not actually hey, about lying. Hey, listen, but, this uh, podcast <laughs> is all about helping others, right? So, Trust Me, I'm Lying, Confessions of a Media Manipulator. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gotta yep, love that. Exactly. No, that's great. And you know, I mean, that's the cool thing. You got to be scrappy when you're starting your own business. And I mean, this started as a side hustle for you guys, and it's now become. I mean, what two years now? You're getting into major retailers. It's pretty awesome. So, um, so what's next? I mean, what what's changed as far as like the manufacturing and just how the distribution? Kind of thinking about getting out of your, you know, shipping out of your house or your condo, and and now you know, thinking thinking bigger. What does that look like? Yeah. So. Um First of all, we wanted to, you know, so we've switched manufacturers since our beginning. We wanted to make sure we were working with a manufacturer who had all the certifications uh, necessary to make sure there were better than uh, standard working conditions, everything like that. So uh, we found a manufacturer that we love working with that still can provide very high quality materials. And uh, basically, after making that was a that was a big thing for us if we're going to grow we want to make sure that we have you know nothing to hide that we are doing everything responsibly and uh basically other than that uh we we still use my parents basement as a warehouse they don't use it so it's it's a big basement so we have tons of room for thousands of backpacks down there uh and uh yeah we're exciting. still we're tr- still trying to be as scrappy as we can and uh and market and advertise very uh minimally as far as money goes sure absolutely it makes sense i mean you got to find ways to make it work and get the word out but a lot of people struggle with that part the advertising and marketing budget so you know in terms of the biggest lessons learned for you guys what does that look like what have been the things that uh you know you've learned in the last 2 years as you've gotten things off the ground 
So um, let's see. Basically, I would say two big things. One is that uh, if you have a physical product like we do, and even if not, even if you have a service or a uh, an app or anything like that, I think that social media marketing is one of the absolute best, most efficient way uh, ways to get your product or service out in front of people because everyone's on social media nowadays. Um, it's completely free to use uh, if you don't use the ads. And ads can still be a good idea for sure. But you can post uh, daily, hourly content even if you want, getting in front of your uh, target audience. And you know you can just tell your brand story, which leads into the second idea um, that I think we've learned that's super important is you have to be able to have um, a story for your brand. People don't totally want to just buy agree. into a, yeah, 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 exactly. And especially with millennials nowadays, we don't want, uh, we don't want to just buy a product. We want to buy a lifestyle or a, a cause or an idea, something uh, a little bit bigger than just just a product or service. No, I think that's really cool. Yeah, and I think you're seeing that with with some of the major brands now, right? I mean, making sure that they have some something more to it than just the product and and whatnot. That is exactly. awesome. So, um for our our listeners out there that want to buy the black pine sand or brick color backpack <laughs> or learn about you guys, um where do they do that? How can they engage with you guys and and uh get involved with your business? Yeah, so the best way to uh, find us is on our website, uh, which is adventuristbackpacks.com. And uh, also, uh, we're on Instagram a lot, so you can always reach us there, um, which is our Instagram handle is at adventuristbackpacks. That's really cool. I was going to say I was going to go with the black, but I think... The pine is kind of cool. I, I like the pine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. The the pine has been for sure our Pet, top, top seller. seller. So. Yeah. I would think sand also, but sand is dirty. <laughs> no, this is so cool. So Kelly, um, it's been awesome having you on the podcast. I'm so excited about your products and I just love the design, by the way. I mean, really cool design. And Thank you um, so much. looking forward to staying in touch with you guys as you guys continue to grow. Absolutely. That sounds great. And thank you so much again, Justin, for having me on the on the show today. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.